All right, welcome to another edition of A Personal Trainer's Guide to Wealth Creation. I'm here with uh, the legendary Mr. Brad Shepard. How are you, mate? Thanks, mate. Thanks for that introduction. That's um, that, I actually wrote that down on a bit of paper and he, so he could say that. I said it right, though? Yeah, I said it perfect. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Self-assessed, of course. And if you want a second opinion, uh, just check back in with him in five minutes' time. <laughs> now, today we want to talk about this thing called having a past client system in place. Now, for so many businesses, and we've definitely had fallen in the trap of this ourselves uh, we only ever teach what we uh, are always aiming to get better at so we're our best students uh, you can get caught up in always looking for the new or the next client so have clients finish up with you and have no system in place to check in with them regularly throughout the year to keep that relationship working so you spend all this time and energy getting people as a client to start with and having them as a client, hopefully you've got a great customer care system in place that builds that real good quality in their life. But then when they leave, if we don't have a past client uh, system in place to stay in contact with them, we are really missing out on uh, a, a big significant part of the business. Mm. And those clients, it, it, from our definition, they're the ones that know you, they like you, they trust you, they've been around your business, uh, they know the style. And so in many instances, if we just think about this on, on a big picture scale, the, the initial sell, for, for want of a better word, to these people is going to be far easier than, than trying to meet someone brand new. So the, the more that you can have a, a method in place to look after these people, the better. One of, one of the things I, I think about myself is, and I ask this question to everyone uh, that we, we come across and teach this stuff to, I go, think about the businesses that you've used that did a good job of following up with you after you stopped being a client of theirs. And it could be as simple as you've gone down to the local uh, sporting goods store or, or bike shop, you've bought yourself a brand new mountain bike, you've got the bike, you're out the door, you never hear from them again. Now imagine if a place that uh, you bought the bike from said, look, Jason, I want to grab your details because uh, in a month's time, I want to make sure that this bike is running Mickey Mouse for you and that it's perfectly uh, in good condition. So I want, to, I want to get you to back down a month's time and we're just going to do a, a quick service, look over the bike, bring it in, make sure the chain's right, everything's good uh, and just give it a once over. Now, you can imagine even that. So, you know, normally when you buy a bike like that, you, you, you're pretty much not going to go back on a regular basis unless they give you a reason to. So that's one example of that. Now, and then again, if they did it at three months or six months time, or whatever it may be, you know, who are you going to think about when it comes time to recommend someone to buy uh, their bike? Uh, who are you going to talk about? Well, you're going to say, hey, this place is amazing. You know, like I bought the bike from them and they, they give me a free service with it at three or six months, nine months. Even if you didn't go down and use it, and they followed up with you, you'd be talking about them and it would be a great way for them to stay in contact with you. When it comes time to buy mountain bikes, new tires, something else, guess where you're going to go and buy that stuff from? Mm, absolutely. Now, if we start to classify these clients just in terms of when someone finishes up with you in different categories, I'm going to assume that for most people listening to this podcast, most fitness businesses, that the majority of your clients um, are going to leave on, in my opinion, would be good terms. If I think back to you know 20 years of running peak physique, you know I can probably count on one hand the number of instances where we had a client. And you can, I've seen you do it. <laughs> can yeah, I'm that talented I am. Um, that where we've actually had someone leave who was actually you know not happy or a bit disgruntled or something like that. It was incredibly rare. So the most times people were, were finishing up was either A, um, you know, I'd, I'd probably say they weren't fulfilling their end of the bargain, i.e. they weren't 
turning up to the sessions, either they were missing sessions, they weren't eating the right foods, they just, their heart wasn't in it and therefore they weren't getting the results and suddenly they're not seeing the benefit in having a, having a personal trainer. Did you ever say that? Did you look at somebody who like was obviously grossly overweight and this is just for comedy sakes, of course, I'd never talk about anything like that, back on track and you go to them, your heart's not in this, is it? <laughs> Uh, but obviously your donuts are. No, I've, fret, I've threatened to sack a client quite a few times and that uh, a whole other podcast altogether, but um, we will talk about that at another time. One of the best things you can do to keep get a client accountable. Um, let's assume they're not, they're, their heart's not in it. That's one definition. Another one could be the, the whole um, injury, illness, work commitments, uh, baby on the way, all those type of factors that, hey, they're still in your circle, they still like you, but life's got in the road at this stage, you know, so I'm going to assume that there's those people. Then you've got the other people who just, you know, move away altogether, um, maybe they go and join another gym or all that sort of stuff. But what we're going to assume here is that there's a very small number of people who aren't that happy with you. Now, if they aren't that happy, you know, it's probably unlikely that you're going to rekindle that relationship and maybe you don't want to, you know, maybe they were just the energy vampires and you're happy to see the end of them. But where we're getting at here is for the majority of people that you want to have a method in place. Now, what happens, and we're going to talk generally now about most businesses, not only in the fitness industry, but across the board, is that many businesses will finish up a client and they won't hear, speak to that client again. It just won't happen. And not because they don't want to, uh, or they just get busy with just getting on with it and trying to find the next client. Mm. So... So to have have a, a process now, we're leading into that, I guess. Yeah. What we need to know is, well, how do we do this? So it's good to talk about a past uh, customer care system in place. And, and I'm sure most people have you know, had that thought, go and need something, but where do we start? So a couple of things that we recommend is that when someone does finish up, have some formalised way, not just, you know, oh, okay, yeah, thanks very much for being a client, see you later. Uh, ha- have some f- formalised system in place. So there, there could be the fact that, you know, uh, you're going to run through an exit survey. And that's one of the things that we really like. The more information and feedback you can get about your business and the perception the clients are having, the, the better. So you can start to think about, look, what we'd like you to do, Jason, and now you're finishing up with us as a client, is we'd just like to ask you several questions uh, for our quality control feedback and, and just to make sure that uh, we, we are really always aiming to improve the, the, the success of our business. So then you can think about what questions would you like to ask and we were starting to have a just, you know, for our business, we've got questions that we know we need to ask. You need to think about your business and go, what feedback is going to be really helpful for your business? And we've got some examples. Mm, so you would start with some of the basics, for example, you know, why is it that you've decided to finish up with us? Now, some of the, for some people, that they would have told you the reason it would be obvious, but it might be financial, it might be circumstance, all that sort of stuff. But then what we like to do is to go into some specific details and, and you might get them to you know, reflect back on your time, your training that you've had with us and just describe a particular event or a memorable moment that you had when you were being part of our business. You know, so an example of that might be they can put down the point when they actually you know, lost the weight, hit the goal, did whatever it was. And what it does, it, it really enables them to go back and, and feel the, you know, that emotion of what was happening at that point in time. Um, it might also be uh, what was it that you wanted to achieve when you were with us, but you didn't you didn't get done. You know, so again, back for the person who's didn't quite get the results. Maybe they wanted to lose that ten kilos, but just it didn't happen. And what we find is for for, for many people there. You know, there will be some finger pointers out there. However, for most people, once they get to that point, they'll probably stick their hand up and go, "Yeah, yeah look, it was two sessions a week I had with my PT. 
I turned up to a bunch of them, but my heart wasn't in it. I wasn't eating the right foods, all the rest of it. It's pretty obvious why I didn't get the results. Yeah. Now, with these surveys, uh, people sometimes ask, you know, do you just send it out in an email or do it in person? Look, our opinion is you're in a customer-based service business where you've had this relationship with this person or your trainers have. So it's better to do this in person. Otherwise, again, you're going to be reliant on sending out an email to some kind of form where they fill it out and you'll get a small percentage of people to do it. So when you're finishing up, just just get them. You ask the questions and you record and that way you've got the information. So better way to do it. And it just comes across again at that next level of service because the, the fact of the matter is not many people are going to be doing it. Um, in, in terms of that as well, you, know, you can also send them a, uh, a thank you card out in the mail. So that could be something that they receive like a week a week later. Uh, and, and one of the ways that we would recommend uh, doing the, the exit survey, you can do it within uh, Google Form. So Google Drive, you go in there. I'm not, we're not going to get into how to set up the Google Form. There's plenty of videos, tutorials that uh, explain how to set that up. But basically what it enables you to do is set up a survey in that uh, format in Google Drive and your Google Docs and it'll collate all the information and it'll store it there for you. So uh, when you go in there, it'll give you tutorials about how to set that up. So very simple, easy way to do that. Uh, but like I said, next is like send out a uh, you know, thank you card. Maybe you want to write a nice heartfelt personalized message to that person. And again, it just shows again that quality that you really did care and uh, you know your, your business is a step, step ahead of everybody else. So um, when we're talking about that that follow-up cards or letter or whatever it's going to be, yes, when's the perfect timing? We're not sure, but you know, roughly around four weeks, four to six weeks thereabout. Because what we know from experience is that for many people, that four-week time frame can go very quickly, especially with the busyness of life. And I guess what you're doing is you're just reminding them that hey, we haven't spoken for about four weeks. I wanted to touch base with you, let you know that I'm thinking about you. Mm hope that you're well and um you know it's pretty much a, a gesture of you know you, you, it's coming from the heart you know it's like all right just want to reach out to you and if they were to receive a card in the mail that is a great touch if they were to receive a letter in the mail that's a great touch as well why do we why are we advising these forms of you know quote unquote snail mail in this day and age well for the exact reason that people just get bombarded with electronic forms of um, notification sms's facebook messenger email and all the rest of it so if you can buck the trend and get some physical stuff out to somebody it's um it can make a big difference in their life that's for sure yeah and uh, after that uh, after that initial period that four to six weeks you know of course you've, you've sent them a thank you card after they finish you've, you've sent another check-in letter uh, the next follow-up stage would be, you know, and, and again, you, I, this is why you need to test and measure everything you do in your business because you might find out that, well, look, you know, what we found is that three months when we do another follow-up call just to check in, so you'll, in, you'll have in your schedule anyone who had been finished up three, three months ago, well, it's now that time for me to give these people a call and see how they're doing. Now, once again, you need to think about the questions that you want to ask the, the person. Now, you don't have to have it scripted so like you're a robot, but there might be some key things that you want to ask. Uh, of course, what you're going to do is go back, look at the survey um, survey that they initially did on the exit, and say, look, when you finish up with these, here, here are a couple of things that we... Uh, that come up. I just wonder how are they going? You know, how how are they going? One of your key things that you wanted to make sure was that you stayed on track and you were able to get some weight off, um, even though you were going it alone. Now, how's that going for you? How, how's it been going? Have you been able to execute that? 
And again, you're just trying to uh, keep that relationship, show that you care, show it wasn't just about when they were a client, that you, that you gave a damn, that you actually were and you still are committed to whatever your mission in your business is. And that's another conversation as well. What is your, what is your actual mission of your, your company to do to help people in the community and are you fulfilling that? So that would be the next stage. And look, at that point, you, you might have an opportunity there to then reignite the fire and get them back on as a client. It might be just the thing that they need because they go, you know what, I haven't. I've 100% fallen off the, off the wagon with some of these key things I said I was really going to focus on when they left you and they haven't. And then you're going to have the conversation going, well, is now the right time. Would you like to come back, you know? And then all this comes from putting yourself in the position. And Brad and I talk about this. 90% of success you get is showing up. Now, if you don't put yourself in the position of doing these small, simple things, the answer is No. You're simply relying on this person to hopefully wake up one day. You go, you know what? I should ring Brad again because I've not been doing any of this stuff. They don't want, they don't want to think about that. They're not waking up going, I've really let myself down. It's not until someone calls them and shows a place of compassion, but also, you know, they care that it's going to remind them. And so you've got to show up. And that's what this, this is what we're talking about. Put yourself in a position where you're giving yourself a greater chance of success and helping others. Mm. Now, to add to the idea I said about setting the card or setting the letter, the other thing that we've found that's working particularly well right now in this day and age is to send a, a video SMS. Now, I've, I'm speaking now about digital. So how many SMSs do you receive in a day? Well, I'm sure you receive a lot and you have a lot of SMS communication with people. But the question is, is how many video SMSs do you receive? And I'm sure the answer is going to be very few uh, if at all any. So if it's as simple as you picking up your iPhone or mobile device, whatever it is that you use, quick message, hey Jenny, how you going? It's Brad here from Peak Physique. Look, it's been, can you believe it's been six weeks since we last caught up? Gee, time flies. I'm just sending you this quick message to say hi, let you know that I'm thinking about you and I want to make sure that you're on track with your training. So hit me back, boom. How long did that take me to record? Well, probably 15 to 20 seconds max very easy to do you you hit the send button on the sms jenny receives that as your uh, client who's finished up my question to you is what's the what's the thought that goes through her mind well i guarantee you we know this from experience from clients on our business coaching and internship program that the results are excellent people are absolutely blown away by the the personal human touch and the the fact you've taken time out of your busy schedule to do that now from my perspective i, I actually find that even a bit easier to do than, than compiling an sms or whatever because it's just boom shoot upload and it's done you know that simple uh one thing we haven't touched on is just it's a given in this day and age if you don't have a facebook group page for your for your current clients and then past clients then again you're um you know you're, you're not really doing the best job you could of keeping people connected to your community so one thing you recommend is just have a page for your clients only and then when clients finish finish up with you allow them to stay a part of that group and connected so they can ask questions and stay engaged it's one of the best ways and forms of course everyone's on their phones everyone's facebook and then the next thing is make sure you're doing a high quality job of you know adding content and value to that page so it's really really important that you have those key things in place when it comes time now to discussing ongoing programs or different offers and so forth what this follow-up customer care process allows you to do is to be able to discuss these ongoing programs too and not make it feel like you're just ringing up for that reason only okay because what can happen is you can be launching let's say for example you're launching a new boot camp or you've started to offer a semi-private four-on-one session 
at a reduced rate or there's a number of different things that you have on your scope and you're like you go through well if i need to go and hunt for 10 people to put into these semi-private sessions where do i go do i try and find the new people or do i go back to people that have previously trained with me i know that there's a bunch of them that finished up because they would have liked to have continued training but financially it just wasn't an option for them at that point in time hey maybe in the reduced cost semi-private type session they can come back on board because you've been keeping that regular contact it pretty much keeps the door open for you to be able to make that offer to that person so perfect segue for that yeah and um we could brainstorm all day and that's part of your uh that's part of your role from leaving this podcast and getting the um you know the brainstorming part going uh, from listening to this podcast i think i just said that twice in a different way uh <laughs> because when Brad and I run our business, we're always looking for, for things that we can do to improve. And so I know, Brad, mate, when you had um, you, you bring on a new team member, part of it, you'd go out to past clients and mm. there was opportunity for them to come and experience some, you know, free training sessions. And it was very upfront and, uh, you know, made aware that you've got a new trainer coming on board and you're getting some feedback about how they're going yep. technically. But then there was also the opportunity for them to become a client again if um, they liked that trainer and they liked the style and everything made sense. So... You have these plenty of options that you can you can do, like Brad said, when you've done a good job of keeping in contact with them. And then when you do have something new coming up, a boot camp, a challenge, you've got these people here that you stay well connected to, you know, and it, uh, it's, it's going to be a lot easier to, to get these people reignited back than trying to find brand new clients. That's yep. just the way it is. Yep, absolutely, 100%. So, you know, a message to you is to, to go out there and just start to put this stuff in place, put it at front of mind. And if there was one task you, you think, okay, for this week, what's one task I can put in there just to achieve? It would be, all right, let's put together a past customer follow-up system and it doesn't have to be super complex what we advise you to do is to at least make a start on this all right that's it uh, us uh, today we uh, uh, love doing these podcasts can't wait to do more of them uh, make sure you leave a comment share it do all that stuff if you've uh, found it of value uh, get other people you know uh, uh, that you know who could find value from their listen to these podcasts and uh, make sure you spread the, the word from us uh, if you haven't uh, checked out our, our uh, Facebook page, type in Create PT Wealth. Go and like the page. We we put great content on there as well, and uh, you know just want to stay connected with you as best as we can. So that's it for me. Bye bye, gang.